As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Night Brigade presents Agent Stoker. Created by Chris Connor and Brian Nelson. Episode 3, Bright. Thirty people die here every year. Even though everyone knows to look out for them, the Golden Gate Bridge keeps attracting jumpers. Nowadays, a safety barrier is under construction. Maybe it will save lives. And then again, there was a safety barrier in place when the bridge was first built. And still, 11 men died. I can't be a fatalist. If I believe sometimes you just can't save certain lives, let alone fend off the apocalypse, well then I, well then I wouldn't be working for you. To the extent that I can say I do work for the Night Brigade. I was able to verify that you did clearly exist at one point. But since Agent Caliban's death, I can't say I have proof that you still exist. Hmm? Perhaps the Night Brigade has only ever been just two people. And the lack of any further orders from you, let alone salary, is daunting to say the least. If I don't receive some sort of compensation this week, I'll have to settle down wherever I end up and scratch my way towards some other employment. In which case, this report I'm dictating as I look over the bay may be my last. Please don't assume the prospect of a final report explains why I've come here to the bridge. I am not suicidal. Neither am I much of a sightseer. When I come to a new city, I'd much rather identify bookstores than tourist attractions. I can't say really why I've come here. Was it, I don't know, to refresh myself for what's next? Or was it the debacle with Dr. Maldonado, perhaps, that drove me to a place where things go wrong? You came to speak with me. Or, uh, um... You came to speak with me. There's nobody here. I, I'm all alone on this part of the bridge, 
Was that real? Am I losing it? Did the voice get recorded? Let me play this back. Debacle with Dr. Maldonado. Perhaps that drove me to a place where things go wrong. Uh, there's nobody here. I, I'm all alone on this part of the... It didn't record. So it's it's not real. It, it didn't pick up on the mic. Because there's no, there's no one here. But I did definitely hear a, a voice. Try again. Play it back again. On the mic. Because there's no, there's no one here. But I did definitely hear a, a voice. Try again. Play it back again. Damn. Who are you? How are you not on the, how are you not on the recording one second, then on it ten seconds later? You wanted my voice for your gadget. Happy to oblige if that makes things easier. I can help you out. We can help each other. I, uh, I, I, I need to get back to my car. This is not... A place to be hearing voices. Yeah, that's it. Get in your car, drive driving north. Who in the hell are you? Hiram Atherton Bright. And you prefer to be called Agent Stoker. Pleased to meet you. Where are you, Mr. Bright? North of here, much as I'm anywhere. Well, how do I hear you without seeing you? Nothing much to see. And this is the easiest place to reach you. Because it's wide open. Or... Due to the wind. Or because I just feel desperate? Because of the deaths. Oh. Damn. Nearly 2,000 folks died here, Agent Stoker. Phrase the boundaries between worlds. Oh, you're speaking to me from the next world. You got it. I'm speaking with a ghost. Well, I fancy the word shade. Do you? Now. You're speaking with the shade of Hiram Bright. Proud to be one of the nation's first certified public accountants. I'm not saying anything more. I don't want people thinking I'm crazy or that I'm a jumper. That's fine. Just do what I said. Get in my car. Drive north. You remember. How are you going to talk to me once I'm off the bridge? Well, now that we got a connection, we'll be okay. Thought you said you wasn't going to talk on the bridge. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Better now. Not better now. I'm talking to a ghost. A, a shade. I thought we shook on that. Sorry. Should I have asked for your pronouns? Mm, not sure what you mean. Oh, you died a while back. The year of our Lord, 1897. So you know about this bridge and about cars and about recordings, but not about pronouns. Well, there's a lot to follow in this world. I try to keep up, but it's nigh impossible. Uh, let me look into it while uh, you start your vehicle. Oh. There. Happy? What's that on the box? The classical station. El Benoni. Dramatic. Get going, north. Oh, I'm talking to a shade. Huh. I'm losing my mind. I shouldn't be driving. You can handle this. You're taking it in stride, matter of fact. You're not calling for a doctor or not pouring yourself a stiff drink. Yet. 
You've worked spooky cases before with your late partner. You know about Agent Caliban. Well, we'll discuss that down the road. Point is, Sonny, you do know how to deal with things. I'm not so sure. But sure enough, you are now heading north. Nezpa. Where am I going? Buncombe. Where the hell is that? Well, ain't it obvious? North of here. Huh. How do I know you're an actual shade and not just a hallucination? You've dealt with werewolves, killer calculating machines, all those things you've been counting up because uh, they might have, could have led to end of days. You believe in all sorts of things you can't see. I do know anything is possible. If you want me to keep heading north, you'll prove the nature of your existence. How would I do that? Tell you something I shouldn't know? Like your real name? That won't work. If you know things only I know, that means you could easily be in my imagination. So I'd fix to tell you something that you don't know. And then I'd see that it turns out to be true. So that would establish that you're not some multiple identity inside my head. What's a book you never read? Oh, well, um... hmm. Oh, Antony and Cleopatra. Oh, Shakespeare. Well, I'm sorry. Anything wrong with that? I thought you considered yourself a literate man. Mr. Bright, I've read Hamlet, King Lear, the Timp... I've read plenty of them. There are parts of that one play, though, that cut too close to the bone for me. Problem is, anyone can look up Shakespeare... Wouldn't you need to ask me something that only a shade might know? Mm-hmm. A book I've never read that cannot even be found online. Gotta be some. But it would need to be something almost nobody else has ever read. So incredibly obscure that the text isn't available on some website. So I can prove you're not someone in a cubicle looking up things online and somehow beaming them into my brain. A demanding cuss you are. And unnerving coot you are. Uh, ain't wrong there. Name your book. Hold on, hold on. I'm looking up the nearest bookstore. Watch yourself. <sighs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You gotta watch the road instead of playing with your tinker boy. There are a lot of things I ought to do. All right. Copperfield's books in San Rafael has a copy of the R.A. Lafferty novel, Arrive at Easter Wine. I've been meaning to read it as an early explanation of artificial intelligence. It is too little known to be available online. I'll ask you to tell me the first sentence on, hmm, a, a particular page of the book I'll name later. If you're speaking from the next world, you should be able to do that, yes? I can do it now. Except then I'd ask you if you had an agent planting the book with whatever quote you gave me. You worry too much, Sonny. Someone who's seen the things I have cannot worry too much. Ready to recite your passage whenever you are. Wait till I have the book in hand. And please, let me simply collect my thoughts till then. Hearing someone else's voice in my head is a lot even for me. I could use a break. Too much to ask. Enjoy your tunes. I have the volume. 
It cost a bit more than expected. Before I see it with my own eyes, tell me the sentence at the top of the very last page. In my own way, I love these human monsters. I regard it as my masterwork that I'm able to do so. That, let me see here, is correct. So you believe I'm a shade now? Hmm? I believe that you're not my own hallucination, and that you may have access to rare knowledge. As long as you keep driving north. According to my GPS, this bunkum you mentioned is in Oregon, over six hours away from me. So? Speed up! Bunkum also appears to be just a few miles west of nowhere. I do like my privacy. So your proposition is, is that in the wake of one of my most profound failures of my life, I should drive for hours to a deeply isolated location where, where I will confront an enigmatic supernatural being? Pop an Ashland for a drink, if it helps. Ah, Mr. Bright. It appears you do know who you're dealing with. As recommended, I am patronizing a bar in the outskirts of Ashland, Oregon. I walked in and requested a zombie. It felt appropriate, but the college dropout behind the bar had no clue how to make such a thing. Rather than invest in his ham-handed attempts at a cocktail he just looked up online, I stepped behind the bar myself. Luckily, they had everything on hand. A bit of dark rum, a bit of Jamaican rum, a bit of white rum. The United Nations of rum. A bit of pineapple juice, a bit of simple syrup, some lime and orange and powdered sugar, and the crowning touch, just a quarter teaspoon of 151 rum, shaken and strained into a chill glass, garnished with a maraschino cherry. It's the kind of drink you ignite as part of the preparation, and then it ignites you. I record all of this because you should know I am in an altered state for everything I report tonight. And why my observations would emerge more reliably if I headed into things stone cold sober. After the events of the last few days, that feels beyond my capacities. Cheers. Powerful brew. It's the name. Enough to raise the dead. Ain't gonna be raising me. I'll hold you to that. You can't head into Bunkum so plastered you end up dead. That'd sort of defeat the purpose of bringing you here. I'm thinking you should describe this purpose before we go further. You've looked up Bunkum by now. Which was not encouraging. You know what it is. I know what it claims to be. A ghost town. Talk as if you think there weren't no such thing. Oh, I will accept the existence of a ghost. The existence of a ghost town leads to a lot of questions, such as how many ghosts are required to meet the town designation? At what point does it cease being a ghost village or a ghost borough? It could even be a ghost hamlet, as long as it's not in Denmark. <laughs> oh, that drink works fast. Are you the mayor of this ghost town? Why, do, why don't you call it a shade town? There's, there's too many inconsistencies here. I could be the mayor. Hail to thee, Mayor Bright. I could be the justice of the peace. I could be the chief tax collector and dog catcher. In other words, you're the sole supernatural resident of this borough. So far. Which is why you should get moving before I have company. Oh, that sounds serious. Yeah, serious as death.
Not much here. There are three kinds of ghost towns. Places where almost nobody lives. Then sometimes those become places where people used to live, but it's all gone. Then sometimes those become places where staff sell you souvenirs. Which one is this? The second kind. But it could become the third kind. A man with money came to check the place out. Size it up for investment. And you don't want your home to become popular. Well, I couldn't care less about living company. You bags of blood can carry on however you like. Then what's the problem? Well, a rich fella came by himself to look things over. Branch fell on him, knocked him silly, tore a line through his neck. He started bleeding fierce. Crawled back in his car, knew he couldn't let himself pass out in the wilderness. He'd be eaten alive. But once he got in his car, that was it. He lost consciousness. Right. That Mercedes ahead. He'd been out cold inside for half a day. Reckon if he goes and dies, I... You might have company here for the rest of forever. And I have no hankering for that. And the only way to save him was to haul me six hours out of my way? I ain't Jehovah. Stretched myself thin as I could. Found the only man who could hear a ghost standing in the only place a ghost could make himself heard. You want to debate this more? Or maybe save a life. Locked. You can remedy that. Uh, I'll have to shoot out the back window, reduce the number of shards flying his way. Knew you'd figure it right. Then I'll have to drive him to a hospital. There'll be questions. You wanted to see the ghost town. You found him here. You tell the sheriff you only wanted to do right by the man. There'll be questions about me. Making sure I had nothing to do with his accident. My profile doesn't always withstand official scrutiny. Well, that's a chance you're gonna have to take. <sighs> or you haunt me forever? Or your conscience might. Oh. That old thing. Still with us. <sighs> I can load him into my car. But it won't look great. Walking into a hospital covered in his blood. You've suffered worse. I'll have to take the chance. He might pay you a reward for saving his life. My reward will be my anonymity. You're just gonna ditch. The team here has him. He doesn't need me now. When that nurse takes a break, I'm sliding out that stairway. I've dropped a hint to her already that I don't want any credit. She'll think I'm a, a bashful good Samaritan. She'll think you're crazy. Keep sitting here talking to me. Wait, wait. She's heading out. This is... This is it. I just don't have the budget to travel much more. Tell me you're not going to haunt me forever out of gratitude. Don't cotton to my company. It's 
It's just that it makes me, I don't know, kind of question my sanity. You've been gracious, but I've stretched my spirit thin. Shades aren't meant to get about. Just uh, need to return to where I died. What killed you, if I may ask? I'm not allowed to say. You're not allowed? What kind of punishment would you face? I wasn't a good man, Agent Stoker. A long time ago, but I'm still enduring retribution. It's not entertaining watching the parade pass by. You never know what we living folks will do next, hmm? I thought that at first. But the longer you're a shade, the less you can stand it. Everything you and yours do is just pain. And if this rich man died, your misery didn't want company? Company never leaving. No, indeed. And who forbids you exactly from talking about your fate? I was a newly minted CPA. Got one of the first licenses. Came out here to do books for a mining concern. A lot of Chinese work in the mines. They're women. Taking care of them. I wanted one of the women. Fought over one of the men. We killed each other. Yeah, you're the only ghost. Spirit. Shade. Something from inside the earth ate the other man's shade. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Master started to eat me up, too. But I was too disgusting for him. It spit me back. What was this creature? Now, if I say its name, it'll come back for me. Is the Force still alive today? It's the Force we woke up. Folks like you and me who think we can go anywhere we like, we ran roughshod across this land, roused something that wants to slap us back to childhood. It's part of that you're fighting, Agent Soper. So you say. Well, don't take my word for it. I promised we'd talk about Agent Caliban down the road. Mm-hmm. While I head home, take a look in your rear view and see who's seated behind you. Agent Caliban. I'll leave you to it. Bye now. Am I seeing your... your shade, Agent Caliban? You can call me a ghost. I'm not as picky as Hiram. I really have lost it. Well, I can honestly say you're the sanest man in this car. How is this possible? (sighs) Hiram was a hard man 120 years ago, but... Being spit into the wilderness, it softened him. He reached through the netherworld and found me. Not that I can stay long. Hiram's a veteran spook. He knows how to extend himself. I'm still learning. Wait, what? What should I ask you? What is it like to die? Are you in pain? What, what, what should I be doing next? Does the Night Brigade still exist? I, I can't figure out what to do. It's bad enough meeting any ghost, let alone the ghost of someone you cared about. You knew I cared about you? I know now. Do you learn everything when you die? Hiram Wright doesn't understand pronouns, right? You don't learn everything, but you have time to learn. You're less distracted. What have you learned that I should know? The Night Brigade understands what happened to me, Agent Stoker. They don't blame you, but they do need you to find another partner. How? I tried Dr. Maldonado. She didn't want anything to do with us. She's scared. Justifiably. We're at the intersection of runaway AI and supernatural forces that want to turn back time. And maybe they're not wrong. 
Maybe we should wipe the slate clean and start over. You said you're not a fatalist. There are still things worth saving in this world. Namely? The Orioles did have a better season than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, where do I look for this partner? Try the 7-Eleven a few miles ahead on the right. I'm recruiting a convenience store clerk. Use the ATM. Get money for a hotel room in Medford. Not sure there's enough in my account to cover that. Try. Then head to the hospital you just ran from. Which won't look suspicious at all. The police have left. The man you saved will owe you. He can lead to a possible partner. Why don't you just point me to this partner yourself? I can only see so much. What did Hiram say? I'm not Jehovah. So you can't see whether we can stop the trend in the data? I can sense what might happen in a day. Possibilities, chances, that's all. Well, and one other thing. You'll find a way to keep rising to the moment. As long as there's something with 151 proof in the vicinity. I only have seconds left. But just one thing I should ask. Quickly. When you were killed, do you blame me? Oh, my friend, of course I don't. Of course I don't. I keep thinking if I'd only thought... Sometimes thinking can be the problem if it makes you doubt. Remember... What you want to protect and avenge. Yes. Yes. You're right. I'll find a partner. I'll keep on. That's all anyone could do. It's all they... No. Don't go. The only evidence that the events of this day existed outside my head was a novel I was sure I'd never read, but with the morass of printed matter I consume. Could I be that positive I'd never seen that book before? Still, one more piece of concrete evidence arose. I pulled out money for the hotel from that ATM. I wasn't expecting the account balance I saw. $52,728.17. What Agent Caliban told me came true. And the Night Brigade still exists. They've seen me. They're keeping me in the field. And I have a book to read tonight at the next Days Inn. The Lafferty novel. Even though I've already jumped ahead to the end. Let's see, page 219. In my own way, I love these human monsters. I regard it as my masterwork that I am able to do so. Hmm. Agent Stoker, Episode 3, Bright. Starring Chris Connor as Agent Stoker. Peter Jason as Hiram Bright. Amy Hill as Agent Caliban. Emily Deschanel as the voice of the Night Brigade. Directed by Rachel Talalay. Written by Brian Nelson. Music composed by Christy Carew. Additional music by the Parson Redheads. Sound designer and co-producer Patrick Hogan. Producer Dana Brower. Executive producers Chris Connor and Brian Nelson. A production of Night Brigade, LLC. Agent Stoker will return in episode four. Humongous. We are living, living in a new age, living in a new age, kicking up the dust. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 